Online sports betting with Iowa's preferred sports book, Elite Sportsbook, is here. Active Resort Club members can log in, fund your account, and place your bets at elitesportsbook.com or visit their casinos to place your bets. Not a member? Visit Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, all in the state of Iowa. Hello and welcome to this week's Holostradamus Odds Pod. I'm Mike Holos of the Cedar Rapids Gazette, known to the psychic world as Holostradamus, and with me is Tim Sullivan, known to the world of stand-up comedy as Tim Sullivan. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But uh, if you want to see Tim, you got a show next week in Cedar Rapids. Yep, Penguins Comedy Club, 8 p.m. Friday and Saturday. So uh, Iowa State games at 2 or 3? Three. 3 o'clock, yep. So that'll be done in time. For you to head out Saturday if you want to check that out, 13th and 14th at 8 p.m. at Penguins, downtown Cedar Rapids. Good. And uh, I can't make that because I'll be in Ames, yeah. but uh, I'll be with you in spirit. There's been times where I've, uh, like I said, I try to schedule my shows around uh, Iowa games, and I've uh, had to make that trip quickly to a, I think I've probably been in Ames and then had like that half-hour window where I had to hurry up and get back on stage before. Uh, I've done that in Madison, I know, before. Uh, that sounds dangerous. Well, what was dangerous is the time I was in Madison, I saw uh, an uh, elderly lady who was like uh, 79, 80 years old, and an Iowa fan stood up and cheered, and she chucked a glass beer bottle at his head. So, 79, you say? Well, I'm just you know, <laughs> rough estimate there. <laughs> uh, thanks to Nathan Ford for producing this, and to EliteSportsBook.com for sponsoring. Uh, Tim... You're the conquering hero after last week, man. Um, yeah, that. See, I, remember, I know we said at the uh, towards the end of the episode there. I said they could. It could be sixty-two to twenty, and you could still cover uh, for that uh, eighty-two point five Oklahoma Houston. Well, Mike, what was the score? It was it was forty-nine to thirty-one. So it was 80, eighty points. 80 points. <laughs> you got just under that. It it never really looked like it was in danger no. though. <laughs> it, it was certainly a lock. Wasn't it? You saw 82, and you said there's no way, and they got to 80, and that's it. And I noticed the game day of it, uh, it had been down to 79. Oh. So, oh. so if you got in when I when we were talking about it last week, then you were good. Well, now, and you had Iowa and uh, to cover it. I think we had it at minus 22, mm-hmm. and Iowa won by 24, so you got that one. Yep. Yeah. You feel like bragging? Well, I did feel like, though, they. I did mention that last week I thought they would get 21, score 21 in the first half and that didn't happen so well yeah, that was only off by yeah touchdown i guess roughly 11 points was it 10 to 7 14 7 no 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 10 7 yeah 10 7 yeah 11 points no they weren't close to 21 points though yeah but um as we saw the second half was a little bit different they put the hammer down yeah what'd you think of that first half oh uh I don't think it was terribly concerning. For one thing, Miami is a is a decent MAC program. Yeah, they're not a great team. We know what they are, but uh, it's the first half of the first game of the season, and you, you saw all around the country teams that struggled in the first game. It's a natural thing, but they come out in the third quarter pretty focused and and did what they were supposed to do, and that's not something everybody could say last week. And I thought I thought. Just watching Miami, they seemed like a really well coached team. They were seemed like they were doing everything that they had to do to compete in that game. I feel like it went 
pretty good for them as far as that game could have went for them. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I felt like I'm losing my thought train of thought on that one. But They got a, a $1.2 million check to take. Yeah, they home. were happy about that. Well, the that's how much some I'm getting, people involved were. The players might not have. Been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how much my uh, I'm getting for my show next. Week. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. So, will you get that in increments or in one big lump sum? <laughs> well, it's a uh, one. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the digits, they're the decimal points in a different Although, place. This is the odds pod. So, too bad there wasn't a bet last week that we could have taken that would have said uh, there. What a, what a, what is the odds that I. Uh, Somebody calls a timeout before there is an the game starts. Run <laughs> make your team. Now that generally is the sign of this season's a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that's what I I usually try to like look for like uh, the first play of the game and how that will translate into the rest of the season as an omen. And uh, you know if it's like a stop, you know, or a loss, then it's like oh man, this is going to be not a good season. So. A timeout? I don't. I don't know what that says. But. Well, the trick is that you still have sixty minutes left to do good things. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it seemed like a well-timed timeout right there. Who's what? What player on the Hawkeyes grabbed you the most in that game? Well, I don't know. I think uh, Stanley did pretty well. I think that's what we wanted him to do. We wanted him to get it to all the receivers. You know, I mean, uh, Makai Sargent. I felt like uh, Kirk Ferentz. That's what he said in his press conference. Uh, um, I thought that he did take a step forward after that Penn State game last year, and then you could see that he should be the starter going forward. And I feel like he did well enough uh, on Saturday to uh, show what he can continue to do. I think I think I was happy with what Iowa did. Uh, I feel like if you were a coach, that's exactly what you want a team to do. Um, you want to be kind of tough in the first half. You want them to get focused, come out second half. You wanted to uh, uh, you know run your offense. You don't want to be Penn State and play Idaho and no. beat them 79 to 7 or whatever. No. Was. You ain't going to learn anything about your team. No, and that's the danger with scheduling is, I mean, look, you could have known for the last several years Idaho was going to be god-awful. I mean, they, they're they not even <laughs> FBS now. They dropped down to that level, and they're still no good. That's Moscow, right? Moscow, Idaho? Is that what yeah. Yeah, I did a show there before, and I remember driving by there. So you can tell people that you worked in Moscow. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't want to say that too loud, just in case they, you know. But, but yeah, I remember driving by. They there. didn't rig the uh, the size of the the house that night, did they? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, their stadium though, it's the the dome stadium, and I remember it was pretty pathetic. No, nobody in Moscow's listening to this, anyways. But it, the one in Idaho, yeah, <laughs> the one in Idaho. <laughs> they might be listening in, in the actual <laughs> Moscow. Who knows? If we say something, uh, something that they're not happy about, but uh, it, it's sort of like a little bit of a pathetic town. It was just kind of a sad town, and I remember remember thinking, oh man, I would just being excited for college football and being there was you, you weren't excited for it, and so. I guess you can see why when their team. I guess it was back-to-back years that seventy-nine points was. Yeah, that's just. I mean, what is that? And I heard some Penn State fans bragging on the radio uh, this week. Oh man, we really we've got this. But I don't think they learned anything. And I I think when you play teams like that, those are the. Yeah, yeah I know, and and you see some of those. I mean, we're going to talk about one of these games later, Alabama and New Mexico yeah. State. Uh, but uh, but Idaho, I mean. Okay. So, th- you know, when so Iowa was scheduled a legitimate program. Well, and also when you when people say, you know, they'd like to see Iowa play somebody different than Iowa State, you know, uh, well, maybe we should get rid of that game here and there. 
you'd end up with teams like Idaho. You'd be playing if you weren't playing. Well, it's it's you know that's a whole different topic that's been beaten to death. But it's it's really hard to get home and aways. I mean, yeah. this week I or next week I was at Iowa State. Only three Big Ten teams out of the fourteen will play a road non-conference road game against a Power Five school. You know that, and nobody wants to do it. Iowa, Iowa State are going to every other year. Uh, don't mess with that. Yeah. You know, yeah. but we've got next week to worry about that monstrosity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rutgers, Iowa. Now, have you ever worked in New Jersey? You know, there, I've done. That's one state that I have not performed in. There's probably about four states that I'm from: Alaska, Hawaii, New Jersey, and uh, Maine. Oh. Huh? Yeah. Wow. Where did you work in Vermont? <laughs> oh, it was uh, a <laughs> town that started with a B. I can't remember the name. That was a long and time And they'll ago. be thrilled to hear yeah, that. Yeah, a town that started with, if you can figure out whatever town that is. I, I went to, to Atlantic City in the early 1980s. Uh, I know that dates me. I don't Early care. 80s? The, well, the mid-80s. I don't, I, I'm, we're not going to do the math here, but it was a long time ago. And they had had legal casino gambling for, I don't know, three, four, five years. I'd, I'd have to look that up. Ugh. I mean, Atlantic City was the board. You had the boardwalk and the, where the casinos were, and if you want to block off the boardwalk, good luck. Yeah. You uh, know? Well, you can see what, I mean, is it is the Atlantic City, is even the thing still going? Yeah, it's pretty wobbly. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not going to say why, but, you know. I mean, I there's somebody involved who used to own. Yeah, I mean, uh, but but uh, but the thing, the one, the good happy memory I have of that was one of the casinos in the lounge had a free show like around midnight with Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. <laughs> now that dates me too, but the I think I was the only man in the crowd because all these women came from all over the place to see Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes and were screaming like teenagers did at the Beatles in the 1960s. <laughs> was this Harold's last stand? Or was it? They love, I mean, look at the, it was a big act at the time, you know. And uh, I'll never forget it. And it's like, despite the fact that that room was 99% female and I was the only guy in it, the only men in that room that night that were getting lucky were Harold, Harold Melvin and the Blue, and the Blue Notes. Notes. <laughs> <laughs> but enough about that. Uh, uh, crazy story. Not as crazy as that, maybe, but the Hawkeyes were 22-point favorites when we taped this last week. Yeah. On Saturday, that number, uh, I think, at Elite Sportsbooks and, I, and some other places went up as high as 25 before kickoff. Oh, wow. So if you got in... If you got in Early enough, you had the 22, 21 and a half, 23. Iowa won by 24. You bet on the Hawkeyes, you're happy. If you were one of the last ones at some places and had 25, you waited too long, man. <laughs> well, sitting in the stands, and it was funny, I was thinking the same thing, and then I hear a guy next to me tell his wife, you know, if they score another touchdown here, then they're going to cover the <laughs> – so I'm thinking being the first Iowa game of the year and uh, being, you know, sports betting now in Iowa that – you know, there was a lot of people <laughs> that were looking at that cover uh, going forward. So, hey, I mean, Hawkeyes covered. That's that's all you can ask. Not, yeah. not a lot of teams did that that uh, we talked about last week. No, no. Um, Rutgers covered last week, though. I kind of thought that might happen, too. I, 
I felt good about Rutgers. I and they started horribly. <laughs> I mean, they were down 21-7 to after the first quarter, and it's like, okay, uh, the narrative on Rutgers used to be they were bad. Now they are the worst thing we've ever seen in our lives. <laughs> then they scored 31 points in the second quarter and just, you know, stomped out Massachusetts. Well, that's why I think going in this uh, Rutgers-Iowa game this week, you know, the third quarter – Neither team has a lot of point in the third quarter, so something's got to give. Well, uh, get this. <laughs> it's one game. Uh, Rutgers is a, as we are doing this, is a 20-and-a-half point favorite. Or, excuse me, underdog. All right. Wow. <laughs> no, Iowa's the favorite. I think that everybody knew that, but I'll make it clear. Iowa's the favorite. 20.5 points. But Rutgers has covered the spread in its last six games. Didn't we have a stat like that last week uh, where Miami of Ohio had cover, covered uh, like yeah. seven or eight of their last games or yeah. something, something to that nature? Yeah. So it worked in the favor for the Hawks last week. And Unless you waited too long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. I mean, okay, this number is 20.5. Rutgers was the underdog by 20 points or more in its last five games last year. Covered every one of them. You know, I mean, uh, uh, they were a twenty-point dog against Northwestern. And I mean, I'm I'm gonna say I I don't, I'm not sure that the I think Rutgers will actually might cover this. How come? I don't know. I just feel like uh, they're a bit inspired right now. I mean, when you're one and zero, I mean, I know they were one and zero last year, and then they uh, then they proceeded to go zero and eleven or whatever it was. Yeah, but, against uh, real teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't. I think they have a bit of a better quarterback with the McLean, the transfer from. Uh, uh, Texas Tech, I feel like he's helped their offense. I mean, uh, yeah, they're played UMass. They have a terrible – I was just watching a little bit of that game. It looked like their UMass's defensive line was just awful. So, mm-hmm. obviously, I feel like we're going to get a lot of pressure on him. He won't have the time to throw. He's a left-hander. Well, maybe that – maybe that – Couldn't hurt. Yeah, couldn't hurt, I guess, right? They, uh, uh, Rutgers has had a lot of right-handed quarterbacks, and it didn't go well. I just get well. nervous about these kind of games that Iowa plays uh, – I don't think I was going to be overlooking Rutgers by any means. I don't. No, I, it's a Big Ten game. Yeah, you, I feel like Iowa is looking at this game before they would even look at that Iowa because the Iowa State game really doesn't matter, right? If you can pick up a victory in the Big Ten against Rutgers and you're not playing Ohio State, you know, or whatever, you're, that's you're one in the plus column. So yeah, and if you lose this game, and you know, it's pitchforks and torches. Yeah, but then you then you have to really rally, and sometimes those things happen. But but yeah, I I, I feel like it's going to be a higher scoring game between the two teams. All right, and so do I have this clear? You're taking Rutgers in the points. I just because I get nervous about these kind of games for the Hawkeyes. Mm-hmm. This is when it's eleven o'clock, and you have a bit early Big Ten game. Mm-hmm. But Rutgers a little bit inspired. They have a kind of a fresh offense trying to play. They played. I don't know. Their last year they finished nineteenth uh, in passing defense in the in the nation, and um, and w- probably what. 12,000th in rushing <laughs> defense? I think it was like 186. <laughs> no, but like I'm saying, though, that, I mean, they played some close games. Their record's terrible. They, yeah, they, they lost to Northwestern by three. They right. lost to uh, Penn State by 13. They yep. went to Michigan State at the last yeah. game of the year. They lost by four. So those good teams, the decent teams that they played, uh, seemed like they kind of got up for. And I feel like, you know, you're playing a top 20 team. You're coming to their stadium. I mean, it's gonna they're mm-hmm. going to be more excited playing in Kinnick than they are playing in their own stadium because there's nobody there to cheer them on or whatever. Right. So. They might be a little bit more amped up. Mm-hmm. I felt like they were going to win last week's game uh, decently just because they 
was the 150th celebration of. Yeah, that's what it did. It. I feel like that. Well, Playing yeah. UMass <laughs> had nothing to do with it. Yeah. I'm going to take Iowa. I just think that they'll get some uh, late points in this game like they did against Miami and have enough to cover it. Uh, we will be back after this message. It's football season. Place your bets with Iowa's preferred sportsbook, EliteSportsbook.com. Resort club members, log in now and place your bets at EliteSportsbook.com or visit their casinos to place your bets. Not a resort club member? Visit Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Iowa, Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, Iowa, or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, Iowa. And we're back. There's no Iowa State game this week, so we can't blunder on the Cyclones the way we did last week when they uh, beat Northern Iowa in three overtimes. That was a crazy one. Yeah. Man, I mean, I don't know what to think about that. I think a lot of different things. What did you think about it? <laughs> I mean, I did not expect I because I feel like that happens. I think I said it last week. You know, you and I always plays Iowa State tough, but I just felt like they would be focused this year, Iowa State would, that knowing that they play them so tough that they would come out and they have – it was just pretty crazy that it came down to three overtimes. I mean, I don't know. I guess you kind of I – did, I didn't feel like you and I was going to win even when it came to overtime, but it was just crazy to me that it was that close. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the yardage, it was almost identical to the Iowa-Miami game. I mean, there's a difference of a, roughly 200 yards. But Iowa State just didn't finish off some drives, and – the freshman quarterback for Northern Iowa, McIlvain, was like Seneca Wallace. Yeah. I mean, he, he it was third and 12. I got this, guys. I'm going to run around for 10 seconds and find somebody. He, he was great. I know. Some of these quarterbacks like that, like I want to see him play whoever you and I plays next. I want to see how he does through the rest of the season. I want to see how Gabbert, uh, who Iowa played, how he does the rest of the season. I mean, they'll be playing Ohio State. So whether it was just against these Iowa teams that they these quarterbacks performed well or yeah. if they'll do it the rest of the season, it'll be interesting to see. But And then you, uh, you and I pulls a, a freshman kicker from Cedar Falls, you know, in to make his first kicks as a collegian. He makes a 49 and a 50-yarder. If he misses either one of those, it doesn't go to overtime. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I, I, I got to be happy he got out of there with a win. That's all yeah. that matters. It's like blocking two field goals, you know, but uh, – uh, at the end when Iowa did that and, and proceeded to have a good year. But. I, I don't think this is – I know that this is going to downgrade Iowa State in a lot of eyes. I don't look at it that way. I mean, there's clearly things Iowa State's got to shore up. I, the, yeah. They didn't have a long passing game in that game, for one thing. I didn't think Purdy looked entirely comfortable. But I, I, I try not to believe in conspiracy theories too much. I don't think that Matt Campbell was dumping out the playbook in that game either. I think he had to start, though, towards the end there, and yeah. especially in overtime. So maybe you're seeing some of their, you know. Their offensive line didn't, I didn't like what I saw uh, a lot of the time, especially in the run game. Yeah. Uh, the defensive line, though. Yeah. All the the defense, I mean, the defense won them the game, no question. Yeah. I mean, it, you can't lay any of it on the defense. Yeah. Uh, they're responsible for very little of the the points. And, uh, oh, man, a uh, kid from Cedar Rapids, Washington, Orion Vance, he came up huge. They had a lot of guys Yeah, it's just too uh, too early to get two down and yeah. or two up about. We've seen this. Before. Last year, they they opened the year against Iowa. They scored yeah. three points. 
and you're thinking, ooh, they've regressed. Yeah. They end up with eight wins in the Alamo Bowl. Well, I just know, I remember reading one of your columns years ago about it was like Iowa State had barely beaten you and I, or maybe lost to somebody like that, and Iowa had just clobbered the crap out of somebody, and they were meeting the next week, and I think your column was something about, you know, that didn't mean anything, because yeah. it turned out where Iowa State ended up beating Iowa, and so uh, I always think about that every year when, when that happens, whenever a team like Iowa State starts off slow, that it doesn't really matter, because... Yeah, well... Uh, Iowa State's not playing this week, so let's let's make picks about somebody else. A couple teams that used to be in the same conference as Iowa State when the world made more sense. Nebraska's at Colorado. It's Nebraska by four and a half. What do you say? Uh, I think Nebraska has a tiny bit better defense. I think it'll be a high shootout game. Uh, I'm just going to pick Nebraska right now. Uh Colorado stunk things up last season. Uh, they started 5-0, and and then they never won another game. But Nebraska wasn't that great last year either. <laughs> I, uh, I thought that uh, Nebraska – I didn't see the Nebraska-South Alabama game, uh, but, but from all accounts, they were so-so. I felt like it w that South Alabama-Nebraska game was going to be a little bit closer, and I was saying to you last week uh, – South Alabama isn't that good, and you say, no, they're not good. You say. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> but they looked a little better against Nebraska than people would yeah, imagine. So they, they, it was not, it was not an impressive opener for the Huskers. Special teams, uh, basically, were their best asset. Yeah, and Martinez kept, looked like he was missing a lot of throws, overthrowing. I'm going to take Colorado just because it's in Boulder. Yeah, I like that. I, I'm, I'm just five and a half, five and a half points at home. I saw, I saw a little of the Colorado, Colorado State game, and Colorado's pretty explosive. I, I mean, I actually think Colorado can win that game, and I wouldn't mind seeing them win that game. But which uh, city do you like better, Boulder or Lincoln? <laughs> Boulder for sure. <laughs> Lincoln, I, I don't want. Well, all right, that's yeah, uh, you, yeah. you don't need an explanation. Let me just give you one quick. Th it closes <laughs> the bars close at one a.m. instead of two a.m. So oh. Okay. At least they did last time I was there, unless they've changed things around. But. You know, um, in Colorado, they have places called Star Buds. Uh, they're not coffee shops. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Something's I did a show on one of those places in Michigan, something like that. In a dispensary? It wasn't called Star Buds. Yeah, in a dispensary. Really? Yeah. And, uh, and What was the audience like? Laid back. <laughs> <laughs> Just what a comedian wants. <laughs> yeah, they're sitting on couches, and some were sitting on rugs. It was pretty chill, and they would pass a around these balloons filled with hot air type of thing. It was, pretty... <laughs> it was an interesting show, but it ended up being all right. It was in Ann Arbor, actually. I don't know where else in Michigan would be better for that. Yeah. I, and I like Ann Arbor. Um, okay. Armies at Michigan. Both teams won last week. Neither covered. Yeah, sad part was I'm glad I made my OU Houston pick as my lock last week because I almost wanted to pick Army over Rice by 22 or whatever. And then that was – I couldn't believe how close that game yeah. ended up being. Army struggled, and Michigan didn't come close to covering against Middle Tennessee, which plays at Iowa in three weeks. I think Michigan covers this one uh, just because I think that they're – after seeing what happened to Oklahoma last year, an Army really only had two really – decent games last year uh anyways but, but they but they won a bunch yeah they won a bunch they've, they've got a 10 game winning streak which is going to end saturday yeah yeah and uh i i just think that michigan actually has somewhat of a defense where oklahoma hardly plays defense so maybe that's was part of the thing i think michigan will be more disciplined they know what they're getting into so mm -hmm. i think they cover well i'm um 
just because I've fallen in love with these crazy stats, I'm going to take Army because the last 13 times Michigan was favored by 20 or more points, it covered only twice, which is um, it's just a crazy stat. That's all it is. But, uh, um, you know, I, and I, I remember Army going to Oklahoma last year and just playing lights out, and so that biases me. Is that a word, biases me? Uh, I, let's make it one. Yeah, okay. Let's it, make it, our own words. It, it, yeah. <laughs> I got enough trouble with the ones that really I'm going to make exist. a T-shirt of that. That biases me. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I'm going to take Army, and just because, you know, I'm a patriot. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. That's a, I can't blame you for taking the army on that. Okay, we will be back with our locks of the week. Looking for the perfect spot to watch the game? Place your sports bet and get a great burger and brew. Visit the Elite Sportsbook at Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Iowa, or Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, Iowa, or. Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, Iowa. For Iowa's preferred sports book, check out EliteSportsBook.com. Okay, we're back with our final segment. And before we get to our locks of the weekend, we're going to talk about that Alabama-New Mexico State game, too, because that's pretty strange. I have a question. If, if, uh, when Rutgers joined the Big Ten, a lot of us were surprised. And some of us were a little disgusted, I think. It just it didn't make complete sense to some people. If if you could replace Rutgers with somebody else, who would you take? Obviously, they did it for the media market to you know get the Big Ten uh, numbers up there to get a contract to fill because you need them in New York. But who watches football in New York anyways? Uh, college football. Uh, I think it would have been a lot better if you took somebody like uh, Oklahoma. <clears throat> Them in Nebraska's history, you put Oklahoma in the Big Ten West, and then now all of a sudden you have a another power side of the conference or whatever. So um, I think that would have made the most sense as far as like a football name. Obviously, it doesn't bring in as many viewers or as many eyes, supposedly, as a Rutgers being in the New York market. So if you wanted another team that was in a big market uh, of similar nature, maybe even a Houston, now you got the Big Ten down in Texas, and uh, you got a bunch of more eyes on it. I... Um... From a, to me, from a common sense point of view, I would have liked Missouri. And, and it's like, you got Kansas City and St. Louis. Those are, you know, big markets, and it makes sense, and they're blah, blah, blah. But from a selfish point of view, I think I'd rather have San Diego State or... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know. If you give me a, you know, like a choice of something like that, Hawaii. take a, like a Florida State, then at yeah. least you got a trip down to Florida. you got the Florida market now. Yeah, there. so... I understood Jim Delaney's logic, but boy, I mean, there's seven and thirty-eight in football in the Big Ten, and then there's no signs that that's going to get a lot better. Well, they are in the East, and uh, you used to look at the uh, SEC uh, West, and they they uh, have like had Mississippi and Mississippi State. They were like pitiful for a long time, and then there was that year where they were both like in the top five or whatever the BCS rankings. And maybe it takes you a while to, yeah. But you're going to play every year against Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State. That doesn't. That's not conducive to success. Yeah. So I guess you just got to get a bunch of guys that look forward to going and playing those teams that couldn't get on those teams. Uh, 
we mentioned Alabama and New Mexico State. Alabama is a 54.5 point favorite. You don't see that every week <laughs> of the season. New Mexico State lost 58 to 7 to Washington State last week and now goes to Tuscaloosa for this. It's savage. Does Alabama cover 54 and a half points? Yeah, because I think uh, no. Mexico State comes out fired up. How, I'm going. Could on. they come up? Come out fired up, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the ball gets kicked off, and then what happens? I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, Alabama wants to get their third and fourth string guys some time. You know. Okay, now so, that makes sense. That so makes sense. Maybe there's a chance that yeah. uh, I'm. I'm just gonna for some whatever reason. I just I'm gonna say New Mexico State actually. Uh, Alabama does not cover 55, 54.5 points. I am with you. I, I think Nick Saban saves nearly all of his ruthlessness for SEC teams. Yeah. And I'm surprised they didn't play this game the week before Auburn, but then again, they got Western Carolina that week. So Yeah, it, it, they you know they played Duke last week. and I and They that, play one of the worst. I mean, I know they try to schedule one big game They a year, do. But. The thing in Duke was in Atlanta, and it got on a, you know national TV, et cetera, but Duke had – Duke can't be on the same field with yeah. them. But, uh, well, you know, Saban, last year they beat Ole Miss 62-7. to And they tore apart a bunch of teams in that league. And I just think that it's like, I'm not going to waste this on New Mexico State. Yeah. We'll only beat them by 48 or 49. Well, and the over is uh, 64.5. or uh, 64.5 is the total, so over or under that. Uh I think they did that just because they looked at the Washington State game and it was 58-7, to but they'll add another touchdown onto the uh, Alabama side. That's 65 and then not give any points to New Mexico. So uh, maybe you're good taking the over there. That is, you just never see a 54-point line. It's yeah. crazy. Um, locks of the week. Fire away. All right, my lock of the week, I'm going to go with uh, Miami over North Carolina by uh, five. Miami favored by five, so... Um, and to be honest with you, I've only watched about 13 seconds of North Carolina football this year, but I have watched about a minute and a half of Mac Brown dancing. So. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, why did he go back? I mean, <laughs> why did they take him back is more of a thing. But they he, won. I mean, they beat South yeah. Carolina and they're kings of the world yeah. for one week. Yeah, they had some inspiration going there. And I think part of that was due to the didn't South Carolina's quarterback get hurt during that game. I don't know. That gets out of my uh, yeah, comfort right. zone. You know, east of Indiana, I have yeah. a hard time focusing. Yeah. So, but I, I feel Miami's going to be uh, uh, winning that game by more than five points. I um, I saw a few that I kind of like. I think Fresno State's going to make real trouble for Minnesota in Fresno. It's one of those kooky games, like when Purdue went to Nevada. Fresno State will mean everything to them. Minnesota's making the trip all the way to the west coast and then you know it's just a, a, a kind of a cockeyed place to play for yeah. a big 10 team and their quarterback minnesota's quarterback i'm not convinced about him mm -hmm. uh i i like texas and five and a half at home against lsu just because texas is at home and i know lsu is really good but i think texas is going to invest a lot in this game but my lock is tennessee minus three and a half at home against byu mm. I think Texas, uh, Tennessee needs to wipe as much shame off as possible from losing to Georgia State, and BYU look pretty feeble against. I mean, they Utah. do need to wipe it off, but can they can they do it against BYU? I mean, it's just one touchdown. You know, they can win fourteen or twenty-four to seventeen. They cover, and we're all I, happy. I'm not even one hundred percent sure they're going to win 
that game. Well, this is why I guess it we do this. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. if, if I want somebody to agree with me yeah. all the time, I'd, uh, no. I don't know who I'd find. <laughs> yeah, where would we find that yeah. guy? I'd search high and low and come up empty. Wow, that takes care of this I'm week. sure he's wearing a bias. I'm a biased yeah, um, shirt, whatever yeah, he said there. I know, I know. Oh, look, I work with words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'd never know it. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks to Nathan Ford for producing, for DoEliteSportsBook.com for sponsoring. I owe Iowa State next week. We'll probably have something to say about that. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.